The information and opinions you hear on the Dell Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Dell Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Dell Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Dell Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Portions of the show may be previously recorded. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, I have a treat for you. This is Tell Dell Tuesday, so we have one of our guests coming on here today. But in the past, and in most times that I have people on here, most people in general, as a general rule, are externally motivated. That's been my experience since I was a kid. And whether the external motivation is I want a million dollars or I want to drive a fancy car, I want a nice house, or the external motivation is something as wonderful as I want to give back, or I'm externally motivated that I want to you know, share something with my kids, um, which is, you know, I want them to be successful, whatever it is. I have yet in my life to meet very many people that are internally motivated. The guest we have today, this young lady, she is one of the most internally motivated people that I've ever met in my life. And I don't even know if she knows what that means because I've never had this discussion with her. But to me, what that means is she is psychologically and emotionally totally contained within herself and is not pushed around by nor motivated by or changed by anything out there in the fast, furious world of I want, I need, I got to have type world. So with us today, and I'm very excited to share this personality with you over the radio today is Sarah Eastler. And Sarah, they say you're now living up in Maine somewhere. You got it. but. Mountains and ocean, side by side. Can't go wrong with that. How did that happen? I mean, every time I talk to you, you're somewhere else. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, my my husband was in the Air Force for a period of time, so we did have to travel quite a bit for his career. But my husband is originally from Maine, and it was time for him to come home, so to speak. And the pandemic really changed everything for for so many people, and it was the pandemic that was a catalyst for him to be able to to come home. So, wow! I know that you you're probably just breaming to want to attack what I just said about you, but let's go into it a little bit. Um, how do you see yourself as being so internally motivated? Because you seem so contained, so totally within yourself. You know what you want; it's all there. You get whatever you want. You do whatever you want. Um, but there's no outward extremism at all that I see from you. How do you live your life that way? 
Well, I think part of it is just personality. Um, you know, they say that personality is something that's not not something that's completely changeable throughout your life. And for me, I was always the kind of person where as soon as I realized this was one of my values, I had to live it. <laughs> I didn't have a choice. I couldn't uncover a value and then not translate that into action. So I tend to be pretty intentional about what I do and what I say. <laughs> and and everything that I do and say in my life is tied to one of my core values. So I, right. I don't know any other way of being. Well, that's a good start. Let's work through it. Let's talk about what um, was a core value or a belief or desire internally that you decided way back, was it 2016 or before when you joined Up Lifestyle? You've been around forever, 2015. Um, yeah. Way back when I first met you and everything, you were you had your own approach. You had your own pace. I, I really thought you had a, a self-contained pace to you. You knew what you wanted to get done and you got it done. So let's start with what motivated you um, or what stimulated you to decide to look into real estate investing in the first place. Let's start at the very beginning. Yeah, so there were there were a lot of factors that went into that. Um, one is that, you know, I grew up fairly poor in Maine, in the middle of nowhere. But the one thing that my mom always made sure that we had was a house to live in. So she would spend money to buy. So I was always the new kid in the neighborhood in the ugliest house. <laughs> and my mom would spend one to three years sort of fixing up the house. And then she would sell it and we would move. So she was a house flipper before flipping was a thing. <laughs> wow. That's so an interesting up, story. Yeah. So I grew up seeing this model and practice and she made money off of every single house. But, you know, it was it was really challenging to always be the new kid in the neighborhood <laughs> in the ugliest house or the haunted house, you know. <laughs> and then as soon as we would leave, as soon as I made connections, um, it would be a gorgeous restored house. But so she was doing it herself by hand. Um, and one of the things that occurred to me growing up is that a house is really important to who you are. As a kid, you know, you feel like, oh, I can have people over. Or you feel like, no, I don't want anybody to see my house. Like, it's, it's a disaster construction zone. I'm really embarrassed about it. So, um, you know, so there's sort of this emotional connection that we have to our housing. And we see this all the time in our country because a lot of the laws that are handed down have more to do with emotion than they do to logic. <laughs> so this is one of the obstacles and hurdles that landlords often have to face. But, um, but yeah, so for me, I sort of, I saw the model from my mother's side of things, doing everything herself, never having help, you know, and it worked. And I was so grateful that she was always able to provide housing for us. But at the same time, a lot of my childhood, I, I was always sort of embarrassed and humiliated to have the ugliest house in the neighborhood. So 
so there was that. And then um, being, being a spouse of someone who's in the military, you have to make sacrifices. So when, you're, when you have a military spouse, you have to be willing to change your career, to change your community, sometimes frequently. Um, so I was used to sort of being an entrepreneur and reinventing myself. And by the time we arrived in Houston, um, it, was, it was sort of my turn to take the reins and say, okay, now I can finally build something for myself that's going to be lasting without having to give it up in two or three years. So, so that was sort of how I arrived there. Okay. So um, how did you hear about it? Was it listening to the radio or did someone refer to you? How did you get in here? So, you know, I'm kind of obsessive about research. <laughs> kind of. And I knew that I wanted to get into real estate, but I also knew I really wanted a mentor. I was, I was definitely afraid of making mistakes. And one of the common themes, because I don't just read one book, I'll read like a dozen books on a subject at a time. <laughs> but one of the common themes was you really need a mentor. And so I, I was just moved to Houston and I started looking up, you know, mentors for real estate. And guess what popped up right across town was Lifestyles Unlimited. And I thought, well, I have to go check this out. And there was um, a presentation or two presentations that month. So I signed up for both. <laughs> and I went to see my first case study. And I also heard you talk for the first time. So that was really eye-opening for me all right well we're happy that you found us and now we're gonna have to take a break though and pay a few bills as they say but uh when we come back we're going to get into sarah's investing single family houses apartment complexes 1031 exchanges she's done it all and we'll come back and share it all with you we'll be right back with sarah Eisler and the dell wamsley radio show Hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Got questions? Email Dell at askdell at luinc.com. That's askdell at luinc.com. More life changing wisdom when Dell returns in moments. Lifestyles Unlimited says the things you can't say to your friends, boss, kids, financial planner, or your spouse. Need us to deliver the message? Don't worry, we podcast every broadcast at lifestylesunlimited.com slash radio. Go to lifestylesunlimited.com slash radio and turn up your speakers for everyone to hear. We deliver unconventional wisdom 24 hours a day. lifestylesunlimited.com slash radio or wherever you get your podcasts. For 30 years, I've taken the smartest people I could find and then held them up as examples for you guys to learn from. We're all only as strong as our best people. But the best part about this is that these best people are willing to give back. Ready to learn from the best? It starts with our free online workshop. Stop depending on your paycheck. Quit worrying about retirement. Register now 
at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Right now, we're coming upon a great opportunity. It's that time in which you're going to find that the marketplace is changing and it is shifting to a buyer's market away from a seller's market. Number one, the brokers don't want you to know that. They're going to do everything they can do to keep you from believing the truth. Number two, the sellers don't want to believe it, although in the back of their minds they know it. Now, that doesn't mean everybody will crater for you, but some people are going to be in those situations where they have to negotiate for deals, and you've got to be there. Now, if you're not there, you won't get one. Join us for the free online workshop and we'll show you how to be in the right place at the right time in any market cycle. Register at LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Retiring America, one person at a time. This is the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Now, more unconventional wisdom from your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to Dell Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Sarah Eastler out of uh, Maine. I guess she's showed up in Maine now and living there. And I say that tongue in cheek because every time I spoke to this lady when she first joined up, she was moving. And she was moving to a new location, and she was buying, and she was selling, and she was flipping and wholesaling. What? No, it wasn't wholesaling. She was buying and renovating and and reselling. And every time I turned around, Sarah, you were doing something new. You always were doing something interesting for yourself. So when you started, you know, being born into the rehab world as you were, uh, this single family house stuff was pretty easy for you. I take, huh? You know. It wasn't. It it was scary for me because now it was my capital on the line. (laughs) That's that's very different than having someone else's capital be on the line. And um, so I would think about it in terms of like my family and my responsibility to my family. So so, yeah, I wouldn't say it was easy. Plus, um, through the education, I was learning new models because my mom did some things right. But she also did a lot of things that could have been improved on, so such as you know doing all the work herself over a one to three year period while we lived in the house, and that was the only avenue that was really available to her. But um, the lifestyles model is different, and because it's different, it's it's very successful. <laughs> so um, so yeah, it was it was challenging for me to go buy my first house, but. But actually, I bought um, 10 units of multifamily. That was my very first purchase. Okay. And then after I bought that, I started, I also bought two single family the same year. Let's start with the 10 unit. What prompted you to buy that? Where was that located at? And how did that work out for you? So it was great. Um, You know, I, I 
always recommend that people take their education seriously. I think there's this myth in our country that you're done with high school, you're done with college, and you don't have to educate yourself again. And that is just false. Like we can't, we can't coast through life. Um, we have to always be learning because the environment is changing. And the truth is school doesn't teach us a lot of what we need to know to be successful in life to be able to do what we want to do. So um, so I did a lot of education. I, was, I took that very seriously at Lifestyles and, um, and then started applying it because really the, the best way is to jump in <laughs> and um, start applying it hands-on. So um, the 10 units that I bought, it was a great experience. It was... Um, like good quality 1980s brick buildings, but they the previous owners had not put any money in for, I want to say, 10 years. You know, there had been no upgrades, no renovations. I think we still had some of the avocado green stoves and stuff. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. So, so it was actually pretty easy to go in and do... Um, lighter upgrades. So I, and so this was my sort of conservative model is I would go in and of course, everyone in the lifestyles community is extraordinarily generous. So I, I bought these and had paint colors and, oh, here's the, here's the model that we're using for appliances. And this is why we like it. And here's the backsplash we've been really happy with kind of a thing. So, um, I would, I would test it out in one unit and maybe do a partial reno- renovation and place a new tenant and see how that went. And if it went really well, the next time I would do like three quarters renovation. And if that went really well, then I'd do the full renovation, which I did in all the others. And um, it worked out really well. I, I even had tenants at one point who said, you know, we grew up here. And this was the neighborhood that nobody wanted to live in. And so they said, we're like, we can't believe that we're so happy living in this beautiful place that's affordable, you know, and raising our kids here. And I thought, wow, like that really says a lot because what lifestyles taught me is you're not, it's this is, there's no win lose situation. You're not trying to take advantage of people. You're, you're going in and you're correcting um, what hasn't been upgraded. You're, you're fixing and improving things. <laughs> and it's, it's a win-win for everybody, for the community, for the residents, for the owner. And so I really, I really like that and I really appreciated that because I knew from my experience how important it was to be able to have family over for Thanksgiving, to be able to have a friend over after school and not feel embarrassed about where you live, you know? You've taken the wind out of my sails with what you've just said, (laughs) because I was going to ask you a question. I'm still going to ask you the question, but you've answered it already. And I want to just make it a little, go a little deeper. And that is this, as you went through that beautiful thing of renovating a property and seeing what it meant to the community and what it meant to the family living in there, but then realizing that your property now is worth a lot more money and you probably raised your rents, I would assume. 
So the question was going to be, and I think you've already answered it, did you get more pleasure out of the personal satisfaction of seeing what you've done for the world or more personal satisfaction out of the fact you just made yourself some good money doing it? (laughs) Yeah, so I actually think that they're tied together. To me, they're inextricably linked because, and, and this is actually something that you had said, Del, was if you want to make more money, you need to be able to provide value to more people. And that really resonated with me because so, so many times people don't really understand, you know, how, how do you get money to line your pockets? But, but really, there are opportunities everywhere all the time because humans have needs everywhere all the time. So roll up your sleeves, get good at fulfilling one of those needs, and the money comes as a result when you're, you know, when you are providing people with services that they need. And, you know, good, safe, clean, affordable, beautiful housing, this is something that people are always going to need. That's just never going to go away. (laughs) Maybe post-zombie apocalypse, but, um, you know, (laughs) <laughs> now, nah, post the zombie apocalypse, you'll see people leaning two sticks up against each other and sitting inside of it and calling it a house. I mean, there's housing is one of those needs that never go away. Exactly. Well, you answered exactly. the question the exact way I thought you would. So, like I said, you took the wind out of my sails. I knew that you have a once once you made the statement, it's a win-win situation. I knew that you got it. It's both, and you did a wonderful job. We're going to take a little break right now. We're going to be right back with Sarah and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show in just a moment. to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Del Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. Want to continue the conversation inside the community? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook. Stay up to date on upcoming events, market trends, members' stories, featured podcasts, real estate wisdom, and more. You can even join us a couple times a month as we go live with our case study events right on Facebook from the comfort of your home. Get online and get in the know. Turn listening on the radio into participating in the community. Like and follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. The other thing I think people hear landlord or property owner, and they think of Donald Trump and other multi-billionaires that own real estate. And that's not who the vast majority of owners across the nation are. The typical owner of a rental property owns just a couple properties, and they're people just like me and you. You can own single-family houses and apartments, too. We'll show you how. Register at LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Join our national network of rental owners. Lifestyles Unlimited members share their stories and strategies for success at case study events. If you got laid off tomorrow, what would you do? Would you have to be working at McDonald's or wait to try and find another job with the downsizing the economy? Kept on coming to meetings, even with David Fisher online and stuff like that, but still we just like, we need to make the jump. So we kept praying for time to get 
this job done to, to be able to find the properties how do we find the properties how do you find the time and god answered our prayers and he got downsized from his corporate job but they didn't buy just one house right no they did not you're rehabbing house number nine right now nine wow so every month the cash flow is thirty two hundred dollars Okay, the equity of all the houses is up to 280000 Join us this month and learn from people just like you. Check in-person and online dates at lucasestudy.com. That's lucasestudy.com. You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to Dell Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Dell Tuesday is Sarah Eastler. And Sarah currently lives up in Maine, but it, ever since I've known her, she's been somewhere different every time I call her on the phone to speak with her. So, Sarah, what I'd like to do is because we're trying to get as many different types of stories out there as possible, one of the unique parts of your story is the fact that you did this stuff kind of like on the run. <laughs> like, okay, hey, Dell, I'm doing this right here. Oh, I'm moving again. Boom, and I moved, and you changed, and I sold this, and I refinanced that. And your stories were always changing. It was always interesting. Can you kind of just run us through the timeline? Because I, um, I don't want to get hung up on any one story too long to not get across the point that you, even though you had to move around, were still able to build a real estate business. Can you kind of share that for us, how you did that? Sure. So so my very first 10 units that I purchased, I purchased them as I was moving from Houston to Greenville, South Carolina. So, um, so it coincided with my move, but this wasn't, you know, it wasn't a market that I knew intimately well. I knew it well on paper, and I knew the asset really well because of my inspections and everything that I'd learned at Lifestyles. And I felt confident that I could apply the model there, and it did work for me. Um, I, when I sold it, there was a 55% return um, just on the sale. And the other thing that I told myself was I, I want to apply this right away and as quickly as possible. So the same year that I bought the 10 plex, I also bought two single family. And I told myself in the beginning, if I find a good deal, I'm going to go for it. And it doesn't matter to me if, um, you know, if it's within an hour or so drive from my house. So I was willing to go further away. Um, to find what I felt were sure things. So then I ended up purchasing two, two, ho- two single family, my first two single family to renovate. And then over the years, I kept buying, you know, a few more houses. I would get rid of something that was really far away. Um, and I also bought, is it 20 units or 12? I bought my first 12 units also. Um, that I ended up doing a 1031 exchange on just two years later. And um, I purchased a property that was newer, um, going for about three times as much as my original per, uh, property. But um, I had very little new cash in that deal. 
using the returns from my 1031 exchange. So that was amazing to be able to level up in that way so quickly. Gotcha. So for those of you listening, what she's actually saying is she sold one property for an amount of money that gave her enough money to buy one three times the size uh, because of the profit from the first property. And you really, as we're going through this, you're not throwing out a bunch of numbers. So I guess we'll circle back around next segment and we'll talk about some of the numbers. But you were getting positive cash flow off the 10plex, your first deal, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And one of the things that I liked about Lifestyles was learning about was learning about accounting um, because accounting does look just a little bit different for um, for multifamily and for properties than it would for say like a, a different business. But um, but yeah, so I mean, I've I've never lost money on a property, <laughs> and um, sometimes I'm very pleasantly surprised at. Um, how much the return has been. One of the most amazing experiences that I had was um, it was a first or second single family home that I had purchased. And um, I renovated that. And within three to four months, I was sitting at a closing table, basically having my house refinanced. And they gave me a check at the closing table and in that short period of time, I had created enough value in that home with the renovations that I did to get back 70% of, you know, everything that we'd put in. So that was the very first time that I sat down at a closing table and had the bank hand me a check <laughs> tax-free, <laughs> which um, the first time I remember that you told me you could do that, I was like, that doesn't make sense. How can you do that? <laughs> and then I sat at the closing table and I thought, okay, I, I really get this. This is amazing. And having that cash back allowed me to go and buy another single family home. Uh, plus it, it actually increased the profit from the house because, um, you know, we only had like 30% of our original cash in the deal. So all the money that you're making, uh, you know, the return becomes greater because you have less money in the deal. So it was that was a really amazing experience for me. And my daughter decided that she was going to invest $1,000 of her money in that house. It was her very first investment. And so she received quarterly statements, and it was so much fun to be able to um, teach the model to my child. How old was she at so, the time? She, I think she was 14. <laughs> yeah, she was 13 or 14, but she got it. And, you know, she would hear um, the radio show and she would go to case studies. And, and I was also an ambassador for a while in South Carolina. So she would hear me talk about it. And she was just like, mom, how soon can I invest with you? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. And I, you know, I remember looking over her statements one year and just saying, honey, you know, your return on this property has been like 124%. 
you know, and, and we hadn't even sold it yet. And so she was just like beaming, you know, like, wow, how soon can I have my own lifestyles account? <laughs> I think you ruined her for savings accounts. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's, she's in college now and she is saving because she wants to be able to have that nest egg to invest when she's able to next. So, yeah, that's exciting. So I'm just, I'm going to spit wad some stuff here. Uh, hope you don't mind. It's unsanitary and COVID is gone now, so <laughs> we can do these things again. But you've got four houses here uh, where you've got $361 a month cash flow, $350 a month cash flow, $360 a month cash flow, $330 a month cash flow. So that's uh, about $1,500 worth of cash flow altogether. If I add this up right, that's six, seven, about 1500 So you had either the 10 unit at one time or the 12 unit at another time. And I think you even had another one other, other than that we haven't got to yet. Um, what was the, the the best cash flow position you were in? Do you remember how much you were making a month cash flow wise? All together, tie it all together. Um, so actually, that's probably right about now, which is about 30,000, 30 to 35,000 a year right now. And that's with with our current investments which is wonderful because the that money from real estate it's essentially tax free so it's like earning a larger salary absolutely pay taxes and, and all of that and it's actually been perfect for me because i'm about to transition to a master's program but i don't have to work like <laughs> wow i can just be in my master's program. I can pay for my master's program and, um, you know, take the time to apply to the programs that I want. Um, you know, I don't, I don't have to be doing the 40 hour work week while I'm trying to transition into something new. And for me, my, my master's is more about investing in myself. Um, I never want to work full-time again, although I would consider it if it was something that was perfectly aligned with my values and goals. But um, I, I plan to only ever work part-time again, and that's because I, I like to be active and busy and, and make a difference. <laughs> so it has been life-changing, really. It has been life-changing. Well, I think you summed up my initial representation of you those are all internal based goals uh they're yeah. not external based so i'm gonna have to draw this out of you we've only got 30 seconds left here so i'm gonna make you think about this hard <laughs> i want you to figure out for us while we go to break i want you to go back and go okay in the beginning when you started and you said i was investing my capital i don't know if that's your capital and your husband's capital or just yours but how much capital did you start with and what is that amount of money now forwarded to now worth so how much gain did you make? And when we come back, we'll talk about that. So we'll take a short break. We'll be back with Sarah Eastler and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Curious about today's teaching? Want to know more? Attend a free workshop. Go to lifestylesunlimited.com. More life-changing principles in moments when the Dell Wamsley Radio Show continues. Need more unconventional wisdom that will set you free? 
Subscribe to Lifestyles Unlimited on YouTube and binge content that will actually help you get where you want to go in life from people who are already there. With over 50,000 members and 32 years of proven success, there's so much more we want to share with you than what we have time for on the radio. On YouTube, we go beyond our shows and feature our best content from podcasts, interviews, expo, master's tour, fireside chats, special events, and more. A woman came up to me a couple years ago. She goes, you know, Dell, this retirement stuff's great and everything, but I got a problem. I go, what's that? She goes, I married my husband for good, bad, ugly for the rest of our life, better or worse, but not to have him at home with me every day. Get him out of here. Sound like a problem you'd want? Learn how to retire in five years or less. Go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. There is a dream killer here somewhere today. You're going to run into somebody who's going to tell you this stuff doesn't work. Like Vinette said, it's a scam. This is probably a multi-level marketing program. Somebody is going to tell you it doesn't work because you're the wrong race, the wrong age, the wrong sex, the wrong sexual preference, the something or other. And this is all set up so rich people can be successful and all you poor people can't. And if you believe that, they've won. But if you don't, you win. Don't believe the dream killers. Start winning today with the Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop. Get the knowledge you need to replace your income in two to five years and then find out how to take action. Register for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. Got a question? Call 855-497-4DELL. That's 855-497-4335. Or email Dell at askdell at l-u-i-n-c dot com. Welcome back to Dell Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Dell Tuesday is Sarah Eastler. And Sarah, as we went to break, I asked you to do something that you're not comfortable doing. I know you don't like to talk about how much money you have. You're not that kind of person. You're internally motivated. But I'm going to ask you in a moment to give us some idea of what some of the numbers are. But before we do, the other thing I haven't asked you about because you're so internally motivated, but I'm sure everybody out there would really would like to know, is where was your husband in all this? Was he supporting you? Was he not supporting you? Were you investing your money or both of your monies? How did that all work out with between you and your husband in this? Because everything you spoke about was so internally motivated, the world wants to know. Yeah, so um, I was investing our joint funds. Um, I created like a sort of like a family LLC that I could end up putting in a trust for my children. But um, my husband was so hands off. I mean, it was really all up to me that I would, for almost every single closing where I was purchasing or selling a property, I would have to get a limited power of attorney because he wouldn't even show up to the closing table. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One time he helped me um, cut down a tree on a property when it was going to be two weeks before I could get someone to take down a tree. 
Um, he has that skill having grown up in Maine. So I was very grateful for that. But, um, but yeah, I essentially, I was a one woman show. I did everything. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so let's present this ladies. The excuse your husband's not that interested in your personal growth, in your financial growth, in your self-actualization, that doesn't mean you can't do it. Sarah's proof. She's living proof. You can be self-contained and still go out there and accomplish everything you need to accomplish. So give us an idea of how much that little nest egg grew from and what do you think it's worth today, that nest egg? Yes. So I will say he's not unhappy with the results because... I more than tripled our net worth since I started in 2016, buying my first piece of real estate. And as a result of that, you know, we're able to put our daughter through one of those outrageously priced fancy colleges (laughs) that would have given me a heart attack a few years ago. And we still have 1.3 million invested in real estate, um, which that's a huge amount to have invested in real estate considering where we started from. So, um, you know, it makes me really happy. And, and I'm, I'm always looking for more deals because as the money comes back in, you know, we let it build up and then we're like, okay, let's launch. I say we, but it's really, really me directing all of that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of like the, the CFO of the family now. Uh huh. So, you're the yeah. family office. You're running the family office. I get it. It's great. Pretty, pretty much. So now I'm going to take you back cute. to the side of things you like to talk about. And let's talk about the fact you sold everything. Okay, here we go. We're running. We're, we're jumping. We're shooting. We're making money. We're changing the world. And then well, Sarah said, time to sell everything. Let's go a different way in our life. Tell us about that moment. Yeah, my so this was sort of a pandemic-related decision where my husband really wanted to move back to Maine. Um, we had both lost our fathers within like a one-year period, and we both only had our mothers left. And besides the fact that he really wanted to return to Maine, um, the pandemic gave him the ability to work from anywhere. And his mom was here, and he wanted to have as many good years as possible with his mom. So I said, let's do it. And since all my properties at that point were completely stabilized, I still commuted back to South Carolina. And none of my contractors even knew that I was living out of state for like 18 No months. kidding, really? And I would just make sure that when I was there, you know, residents saw me, my contractors saw me. Um, So I had this great system set up where I could manage my stabilized properties from afar. I would never do that with a renovation, but I had close trusting relationships with all my contractors and it worked out great for a period of time, especially because so few of my tenants wanted to move you know, around the pandemic. So, um, so yeah, it worked out really well. And then my last trip was, you know, at the closing table. So, so yeah. And for my, for my apartments, I had an average 55% return uh, just from, 
from purchase price to sale price. I want to make clear that's just the capital gains on the deal. That's not the cash flow. Exactly. Just the capital gains. It does not include all of the tax incentives and breaks that we had. It doesn't include the cash flow. Absolutely. So now you've sold out, you've gone passive. That's your new approach. Uh, So you can go back. What is it? Explain to people um, the feeling to know that at some point in your adult life that the kids are they're out of the nest, You've, you're going to take your life back, and you're going to go do what you want to do, study what you want to study, totally for self-gratification and internal motivation. What does that feel like to have that ability? And you only you have know, 30 seconds to tell me. <laughs> yeah, it's freedom. And it's freedom that I never felt I had when I was a kid. You know, so um, money is not good. Money is not bad. Money is what you make of it. But money, no matter what, buys you freedom. And um, you get choice and you get time. And there's nothing more valuable than that because life is precious and it's short. So being able to do the things that you love the most is invaluable. Well, Sarah, I want to thank you for coming on and sharing that with us because you have probably changed somebody's life out there that's just like you. For the rest of you out there, remember this. It's not the money. It's that lifestyle. It's that freedom she talked about. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.